0: Fred Film Radio, Zurich Film Festival, Switzerland. Fred P. Radio, this is Chiara Nicoletti from the 18th Zurich Film Festival. I'm in company of Luis de Filippis, who's here to present something you said last night. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Hi.
0: So, uh, this is your first uh, feature film. Uh, Could we say that it is uh, a film about family? About a uh, family, but about family.
1: I would 100% say it's a film about family. Yeah, it's definitely um, a film about, you know, the people who uh, know you the best and the people who love you and support you, but also suffocate you (laughs) and frustrate you. So it's about family.
0: Um, uh, speaking about family and um, the film is not focusing on having among the protagonists also a uh, transgender woman but and I really loved her family and um, also in this sense because they're always angry as it mm-hmm. as it mm, as it should be about the, the decision the actions uh, their daughters take and never before for who they are. And, yeah. and that that was like a, a relieving, refreshing to see that. So I was wondering uh, if that's what was something that you wanted to let us see, let us explore.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think with family there's always this idea that <laughs> um I think when it comes to our parents, they almost see us, they, can, they see the person we can be. They see the potential that we have. And I think, at least in my family, when my parents are upset with me, it's because I think they know that I'm not maybe meeting the potential, but it's not because I'm not a good person or I'm not like, you know, I'm, I'm a disappointing person. It's like you said, it's about the decisions you're making or the decisions you're you're not making. And I think we see that with, the way that Mona and Guido um, treat their children. That being said, I think the difference between Mona and Guido in their parenting is, I think, for me, I always looked at Mona as someone who was a really good mom when the girls and Anthony, uh, when the kids were small and was very involved, and Guido was a little more distant and was maybe a little bit busy with work, and now that they're adults, uh, Guido is actually the parent who knows how to treat his children like adults, whereas Mona is the parent who's still kind of treating her children like children. Um, And so now there's kind of been like a switch in the dynamic where Guido is, I don't want to say the better parent, but is kind of like the the parent that maybe the girls go to more naturally now.
0: How did you think about the film? Why did you decide uh, to um, portray this family uh, during vacation?
1: So I think... So the the film kind of took its tone and style from my short for Nonna Anna, which was about um, a trans woman and her relationship with her Italian grandmother. And in that story, we see two women who are kind of going through mirrored experiences of identity. So as the trans woman, Chris is kind of coming into her own and finally starting to see herself, um, her grandmother is losing her sense of identity. She's losing her sense of independence, um, And so both women are kind of seeing their experiences like reflected back and back to each other. Um, In this film, I wanted to make a a story about a trans woman and her relationship with her family. And again, I want to tell a story that was really about um, just relationships and had a trans woman who was intrinsically a member of a family. So she was a sister, a daughter, um, a granddaughter first and a trans woman second and it's not about transition or coming out or the mechanics of transition you know she is accepted and loved by her family um and then in terms of why it was on vacation i I feel like for me vacations whether they're with your family or they're with your friends they're the perfect place for things to go awry because i think when you go on vacation you're kind of stuck in a, in a bubble with just the people you're on vacation with and all of a sudden the tensions become very high um, and all the problems just seem so big because there's no one else around that you can kind of like uh, relate to or no one else that you can really vent um, your frustration with so it's like those couple people you're on vacation with become your whole life and everything kind of shrinks and I think it's like a very ripe uh, setup setup for, for a film <laughs> First story.
0: Uh, what I loved about about the film were also the, the silences. Mm. I mean, I, I loved um, staying with these uh, people. You know, in a way, I felt part of it all. Maybe it was mm. because of the silences. Maybe because I could, I felt I could uh, understand something. Uh, I could observe and be part of, of it. Also, how did you? direct this how did you conceive this
1: Uh, yeah i mean so for me especially because it's a story about family i found that with my own family at all at least um i find that and the people that i know the best i find that i can sit in comfortable silence with them so that was something i wanted to showcase in the film uh And then, in terms of like how I actually directed that, I think Carmen, who plays Ren, is a character that I think is like the most silent. Mm -hmm. And she's also the main character. Uh, But in casting, I was really looking for someone who uh, understood the power of silence, who understood that like even though Ren isn't speaking, it doesn't mean she's not saying anything. Um, and, And Carmen had. of those qualities she just got it right from the very first time i saw her read a scene she's someone who really does uh feel comfortable only speaking when she feels like it's warranted
0: Uh, it is a story about family it's not a story about transgender woman but uh, i think that with like two scenes you manage also to uh, make a point in that direction you know there's a uh, the pool scene for example Mm. That, that I love that, that shows you, like, with those silences, with, you know, two or three sentences, the difficulties and mm. that, that transgender woman have to go through and, and yeah. doesn't want to accept anymore. And, and another scene was beautiful for me and made me think about my kids was the bathhouse scene. And that was family for me. Without gender, without, you know, sexual thinking, you know, all this, it's uh, two sisters um, being together. So I wanted to ask you about those scenes and, you know, in a more general sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, why the pool scene is so important is because we see the way that Renata Chooses to stand up for herself. So in the scene, in a couple of scenes prior to that, we see in the parking lot um, the way that her mom chooses to stand up for Renata, which okay. is very different. They're very different characters. Mona is someone. Mona is the mother. Mona is someone who um, is very vivacious. Is very like confrontational. Is very abrasive. Is very much like you hurt my child, I'm going to kill you, <laughs> um, which is great as a mom. Uh, whereas Renata is a little bit more subtle she's a little bit more like, I'm not going to get in your face. I'm not going to like, it's almost not worth my time. Um, and so that's what I love about the pool scene. It's really like a trans person standing up for themselves in the way that they want to be stood up for. Um, it's them claiming back their agency and she, she doesn't necessarily get like upset. She doesn't get nasty. She just, she makes a point and she gives him a couple chances and like, he continues to fail and she's like, okay, great. This isn't worth my time. Um, uh, And uh, yeah. And then with the, the bathtub scene, I, yeah, I really, I'm really happy with how that scene turned out. I think both Paige and Carmen were incredibly brave in that scene and were incredibly open with that scene. And to me, it almost feels like it's a, it's a scene like they probably had a moment like this when they were four or five years old and they were taking baths together. And I don't know, it's just like, it's a moment of innocence. It's a moment of childhood and they're just two sisters in the bathtub together, supporting one another. And that's what, that's what it's all about at the end of the day.
0: One last thing was we have no time. Uh, Am I somehow being, too hopeful and optimistic in saying that maybe I'm seeing the future in this film.
1: No, I'm an optimistic person. I I also hope that we're seeing the future with this film. Um, it was a lot of work to get it to this point. We talked to a lot of financiers who we had to walk away from because you know they they wanted trans transness to be more in the center of the film. They wanted us to like talk about being trans more um ultimately those aren't the financiers who signed on to the project or that we ended up working with we walked away from those financiers but the point is that we did find financiers who supported the project and who could see what we were trying to make so i do have hope for the future and you know like even being at tiff this year where the film premiered um I wasn't the only trans woman who had a feature film in the festival. There was also H. Alberto who had a feature film in the festival. There was Vera drew who had a feature film in the festival. And to me, you know, there's, there's a change and I can feel it. Um, and I, and I hope we're both not being optimistic and I hope we're just being like very realistic.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Louise the Philippi's for being with us on Fred Free Radio uh, and talking about something you said last night. Uh, in Bocca
1: I'm
0: saying in Italian. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Thank you. So,
0: and uh, thank you for Ricky e Povir as well. I enjoyed, oh, you're uh, very welcome. it.
1: Mamma, 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 So
0: yes. thank you so much. And I hope you you. to meet you in person uh, yes. next time. All
1: right. A presto.
0: A presto. Ciao. 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 Grazie.